WBNE. Welcome back to Late to the Party, folks. I'm Jordan Bulky. I am your Dungeon Master. Uh, season two, episode three. How are we doing? How are we feeling, team? We're doing. We're feeling. We're ripping and roaring, ready to go, Jordan. Uh, We're it, feeling three. Is that so? See, I remember, perhaps at the end of last episode, one uh, Ben Allen Roth having like... 11? Oh, I have 16 hit points. 16 Woo! of God's Let's hit points go. left to me. That being said, I, Ethan Edgehill, am ripping and roaring ready to go. Uh-huh. Hi, my name is Ethan Edgehill. I play the character Ben Allen Roth. And a fun fact about Ben Allen Roth is that I have 16 hit points <laughs> left after the first <laughs> battle of the second freaking season. And I this want my money back. That's not fun. <laughs> wood robot murdered my enemy in front of me. The thing that I, Ben Allen Roth, was trying to kill. Uh, anyway, uh, that's not actually that fun of a fact. A real fun fact is that uh, Ben Allen Roth paid his, his entire first month's wages to getting a really cool tunic when he first got here. <laughs> and up until he bought that really cool tunic, he insisted on just wearing his hoodie the whole time. People were like, what is this hooded device you wear? <laughs> and then he finally got a really cool tunic. Um, Did your hoodie have a zipper or was it just like a straight Yeah, so it was a zi- okay. it was one of those zipper hoodies that you got from like American Apparel mm-hmm. in the in the late aughts, um or the early 10s gotcha. that had like the white zipper and the white strings. Oh, gotcha. Okay. I've yet I'm to see any zip- fan art with that represented. It's all leather jacket pen who died in like episode 19 or something. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to know Did- what this tunic looks like. Yeah. I would also like to know what this tunic looks like. Uh, fan artists out there, give me your best really cool tunic. Like, if you popped up your inventory and it said, really cool tunic. It's bedazzled. Somebody bedazzle. Bedazzle it. It can have bedazzle a crest it. on it. Flame. Whatever you want. It's a really cool mm-hmm. tunic. I am so down. We never, we didn't roll for an issue. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> hi, everyone. <laughs> My name is Scott Nicewander. I play the character of QWERTY, the mystery machine. Uh, fun fact about QWERTY is they keep a little sketch pad and they draw doodles of clues and potential mysteries. And additional fun fact, uh, hopefully by the time you're listening to this, we have posted a couple examples of this little 
of QWERTY's notepad to our Instagram and potentially Twitter as well. So uh, go look at those. They're fun, I hope. At LTTP (laughs) D&D. At LTTP D&D. Also, uh, Ethan mentioned fan art. Please send fan art so we can feature it and shout it out as well. That'll be lots of fun. Yeah, fan art Fridays. Fan art Fridays. Let's make it happen. Heck yeah. Well, hello, everyone. I'm Camille Leonard. I play Lily Davis, the obviously best character on the podcast. And uh, Lily's fact for today is that now that she has long hair in this realm, she finally got around to learning how to braid. So you've got like your regular braid, your French braid, your fishtail braid, other braids maybe that I don't know how to do that people should tell me about on social media. Uh, Lily has hair to braid now. I like it. I like it. That's fun. I, I got lost after French braid. <laughs> that I, was the limit of my braiding knowledge. Uh-huh. This feels like sunny days might have uh, been an influence here from all the friendship bracelets. Mm. Yeah. Who? Uh, hi, my name is Tyler Doobie. I play Sunny Days, uh, a cleric. What a good transition. Uh, you know, uh, worship, worshiping Rihanna, my favorite. Um, How the fuck is that going? You know, uh, it's a long distance thing. Um, it's really hard. <laughs> you know, it's really hard. I'm having a hard time actually, uh, you know, like working with the music of the time and the the place. You know, you got to find your audience and, and really hit it right on the head. Anyway, fun fact for Sunny Days, uh, because I, I just need to anger someone. Um, Sunny Days' favorite kind of orange juice is extra pulp. Get fucked. Uh-huh. Yeah. Quit, quit the podcast oh. now. Goodbye. <laughs> so do you, Only just, pulp. do you just consume the pulp via spoon? Because you can't drink it. Just eat I mean, orange. mostly. Just eat an orange. Yeah, so she scoops doing? extra Grind oranges into her orange shoes with the extra pulp Whole already oranges. in Whole You just oranges like blend right up an orange and then get rid of all the juice yeah, I, and I, then just Sunny just crushes left. an orange in her hand every time she drinks a glass an of orange, orange juice. Yeah. Tyler, I love you. I'm actually mad right now. I'm not going to lie to you. Like, I'm I'm literally upset. I thank you. Thank you. <laughs> this is, thank yeah, this I, is causing been, inner party drama. I've been chugging orange juice for the last hour. To be fair, I thought it was oat milk. I wasn't actually paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Extra well, pulp oat milk as well. Everyone, take yeah. this terrible taste out of your mouth. Please go brush your teeth. Yeah, sunny days. Want to be vegan? Extra pulp oat milk. <laughs> you just said extra pulp oat milk. Oh, God. <laughs> Everything with extra pulp. Broth, forget about it. Eat raw oats. Mm, Anyway, let's start playing. This is gone. Somebody insert Chris Evans saying, I don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) Spit by somebody, you mean yourself. (laughs) Yeah, future Ethan, don't do that. Cordy, you are staring at these tracks on the ground uh-huh. uh, as, you know, the party has sort of stopped moving, stealthily sneaking forward, and you're staring at this one particular track, this one, like, well-shaped, well-formed track, mm-hmm. and and you're staring at it, and as Lily creeps forward, her foot 
land in the center of this track. Mm-hmm. And it is, it, it, it's almost like this track there, Halo outlines her foot. It's, it's just like hers, but bigger as she continues to creep uh. on by. And you are pretty positive that these are big old tiefling big old tracks. tiefling tracks. I definitely, and no one else in the group has noticed these tracks. Uh, definitely yeah, not. I, I will say as quietly as I can as we're all stealthing. I'm like, do you all see? Do you all see these other tracks? Miss Davis, they appear to match your own. Lily just they must go to the same cobbler. Lily looks at her foot. Lily looks at her foot? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah. Very peculiar. Can I tell if these well, were apparently made? Apparently it's in one of the tracks right now. Yeah. Uh, can I tell if these were made recently? Like, if they're fresh? Yeah, go ahead and do that. Are we in the woods now? Am I no longer having that? Uh, yeah, let's 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 call it in the All woods. All right, so significantly worse than my last roll. That is um, plus 10. That's 12. Um, it's hard to tell specifically, but you can definitely tell that it's been within the last few days probably because it's still visible and normally things will will be covered by then um lily as you look down at your foot in this track give me a wisdom saving throw how's a five gonna do me lily you are looking at your foot in this track and as you do you like you have lived in your body your whole life. You know what you look like. And even though you had some changes, like you got, what was it, a little more red when you uh, came through I the became portal. became more beautiful. You, uh, yeah, like, you hot and you know it. You look down at your foot in this track and you are no longer seeing your own foot on a track, but on the dirt, but instead are seeing, like, a giant furry paw in on the ground and and like you first of all you absolutely feel like you're losing it as you are just fully in your in your mind transported to another time and place it's suddenly incredibly cold and you feel yourself shivering uh but then you you look at your your foot and and this big paw that you're seeing uh no longer walking through dirt but walking through snow or ice and it is it is frigid and cold and you know you you wiggle your toes a little bit you feel snow underneath your feet and you're you're so confused because this isn't you this isn't your body this isn't your life and and yet it feels like you are exactly where makes the most sense in this moment and and everything is just Correct. If Lily turns and like tries to look back towards the group, does she see the group or does she see White Winter Wasteland? White Winter Wasteland. Lily, are you going to keep describing or do you want me to react? React. Okay. Lily is just going to straight up bite her arm. Like she's just going to take like a huge, just like chunk out of her arm, being like, what is happening? Lily with a mouthful of light fur you are jerked back and staring at Sunny and Ben and Quirty who are all looking at you 
with a big old mouthful of of Lily Tiefling arm in her mouth for no apparent reason. I look at everyone with a absolutely deranged look on my face. And that's different from <laughs> no. I think that particularly deranged wore off on her. Can I try to get an insight of what's going on here? Yeah, I would love to get some, what's some going on insight, here. if that's cool. So, Party, as far as you saw, Lily spent an excessive amount of time staring at her own foot, turned around, and bit her arm. Yeah. I, yeah, you know, I'm going to chalk that up to the standard Lily experience. Can I, uh, can I uh, try to arcanely divine what's going on? Yeah, do an arcana check okay. for me. Um, I rolled a 19 plus... Five. Jesus. 24. Yay. Ben Allen Roth, you, as, as soon as you walked up to this place, something felt a little, a little different than it has since you, since you came through the portal, right? Yeah. Like Miami was a wild place and experience for you and your magic was behaving in weird and bizarre ways. And you standing not terribly far away from from the little mouth of this uh, burrow, suddenly feel yourself swell with magical energy that that just feels like power. And it's that like deep intoxicating power that you had the first time the first time that you did magic without realizing it. Okay. You said you were holding your blast scepter, so I'm going to say that you feel this magical energy pulsing through you. Ben, can you roll a flat luck check for me real quick? Do we happen to be in the middle of something round? <laughs> uh, it's a nine. You feel this power like flare up within you. <laughs> feels very good. It feels very good. And, Cordy, you can hear things, oh, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just smell Great. and taste off the table. The three main senses. Mm-hmm. You all realize that that steady hum that you had been hearing has stopped. And I'm going to need you all to roll oh, initiative. God. Why do I? 16. I got a 18. Oh, I got a 23. Goodness, uh, I got a ten. Yay! There's the There's sky. A, I was rolling <laughs> really good know. today <laughs> until now. Yeah, what was that, Ben? You felt this this power sort of surge through you, and as you as you did, as you felt that as as the power just coursed through your body, you realized that that quiet hum had disappeared and a heavy silence hangs in the air. Okay. You are the first to act. Um, uh, and, and just for the party, it's going to be Ben, Lily, Sonny, Cordy in that order. So I'm first in the order. Uh, there's a big, not a big hole, but like a bigger than normal hole. A bigger in than front of me hole. where the sound was coming from. And now there's no sound coming from it. And you can absolutely hold. Yeah. Hold an I action. I think I'm going to. I think I'm going to hold a uh, spell casting action. Just readying like a, an attack spell 
for if something should emerge from this cave, I'm going to discern, try to discern what it is and then blast it. Yeah, and I will just assume that you are all... How close would you have been willing to get to this hole? I I would say you're probably no more than like 15 feet away yeah. from it at this point. But like if it's a person that comes out, I'm not going to just roast it. Right. Right. That is fair. So I believe I'm up next then. Uh, Actually, no. So Ben, you sort of looking at this hole, holding your, your blast scepter, readying, readying to cast a spell if something terrifying and monstrous comes out and out of this uh, dug hole in the ground, you see clawed hands scratching as the uh, sort of flattened, almost snake-like head starts to emerge, but there are bulbous pustules on its face and spikes along the top of its head. And as it lifts itself up with, with big sort of muscular shoulders, uh, also covered in spikes and bulbous growths. Uh, I will say that Ben, since you had held that action, you have the opportunity to cast it now before this creature makes any sort of moves, but you now definitely see the the top half of a monster. I cannot believe you sent us to fight a monster that has not skipped a single gym day. <laughs> Gang, I believe this is the monster from Volio's portfolio. Um, I am going to cast... Uh, let's go with... I am going to, I had two, two spells in mind. I'm going to cast burning hands uh, at this thing, this bipedal demon. Um, and so basically, uh, as soon as the guy, the, 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 the thing walks out, I'm going to like draw a line in the air in fire with my fingers and shoot a cone of flame at him. Hmm. Excellent. Is that a dexterity Uh, saving throw? It is. It is a dexterity saving throw. uh, And he's going to have disadvantage on his saving throw. I'm going to use sorcery points to use a heightened spell and give him disadvantage on his saving throw. That uh, heightened spell was an excellent decision, I think. So, uh, cone of flame, you said? Uh, A sheet of flame. Sheet of yeah. flame shoots forth from uh, my outstretched fingertips. Cool, incredible. So, this monster, as it lifts itself up out of this burrow and goes to launch at you, you cast this sheet of flame that it jumps just directly into, uh, wails out. And tumbles into this sheet of fire with a natural one on a saving throw. Perfect. And it's going to take some damage, so go ahead and roll me It is going to take 22 fire damage. And if you want to give me a quick arcana check really fast. Uh, 11 plus 4, 15. It, it took this damage, and even though it did... 
quite poorly. Uh, it does look like like it, it's not catching fire in yeah. any way. Yeah, it like like it it does not alight in flame in cool. any way. The um, uh, the fire does ignite any flammable objects in the area that aren't being worn or carried. By the way, then there is a small brush <laughs> fire <laughs> on the Oops. ground at this point. Cool. Um, so uh, this monster like launched, and then when it hit the flames, it it went down, and then with just wide, angry eyes, um, it is going to launch itself at you all, at the party, and is going to take some attacks at you all. Okay. So the first thing I need from everyone, because I'm assuming that the party was somewhat clustered and clumped, so you're all basically together. So I'm going to say since Ben cast something, he was out in front. Uh, Where is everyone else sort of... Orienting I think themselves. I'm next, since yeah. I, was sort of up I I had to have been at least behind Lily to notice her footprint in the thing. I'm like off to the side of Ben, but still pretty close. I guess I'll be in the back, which makes sense. I'm a ranged fighter this time around. Yes. So Ben, you just cast a big wall of fire at this monster, and I need I need Sunny and Ben to make a Constitution saving okay. throw. Uh, it's going to be a 12, Jordan. 11. Um, so you both are going to take another three poison damage. Okay. And you are, uh, you, you have the poisoned condition until your opportunity to make mm. another saving throw at the beginning of your next turn. Okay. So this... Monster launched itself at you, Ben, and it is going to try to bite you with its big, flat mouth. I feel like I've done a a decent job of describing this, but I will say that compared to uh, Volio's portfolio, Mm -hmm. uh, this... You did not have an understanding of the scale of this monster. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you thought, well, you know, Volio's a, a little halfling, so probably it's bigger than than he is, but maybe about our size. This thing is nine feet tall mm-hmm. and has just a, like, like its mouth and jawline are like two feet wide. Mm-hmm. It is terrifying to look at. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're seeing a picture of it. Good now. Lord. I don't like it. Listeners, it looks like a frog from hell. It looks like a hell frog. Yeah. Yes. So Ben Allen Roth, it's going to try to bite you. It's definitely going to hit. Okay. Uh, and it's going to deal you 17 piercing damage with that bite. Oof. Okay. Um, you said 17? 17. Good All right. Good, sorry, goodness gravy. Goodness gravy, yeah. Goodness We're gravy. We're in trouble. And uh, then with its big claws, now it's bit, it's bit you, and it's going to stand on its back legs and slash first at Ben, 
with uh, one claw and then at Sunny with its other mm-hmm. claw. So Ben is 18 to hit and Sunny non-natural 20 to yeah, hit. Yeah, that hits. Actually, it doesn't hit me. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah. Ben, you're going to take 11 slashing damage from that claw. Okay. And Sunny, you're also going to take 11 slashing damage from that claw. And it lets out a thunderous Ribbit. Lily, it's your turn. (laughs) All right, well, I get two attacks. So I am going to start with a uh, Fist of Unbroken Air. Classic. What is the save? Uh, Strength saving throw. It saves. It beat a 13? Got a 21. Fine. Um, It takes, what, half damage on a save? Mm -hmm. So let's roll 3d10 and see how we do. Uh, Three plus five plus zero is 10, right? Yes. So it's 18. Uh, And then halved because of the save. So Lily reaches out to punch in the open air. Oh, um, I do have one quick thing that definitely needed to happen. Ben Allen Roth, you cast a spell. Can you roll that D100? Uh, Yes. Yes, I can. Uh, 77. Okay. Um, And don't always roll it when you cast a spell, but I will tell you if and when. Uh, how much damage did that second hit do to me? It didn't save for some reason. Uh, 11. Thank you. Um, so Sunny, uh, yeah, Sunny. Uh, Lily punches through the air, smashes into this monster, ugh, but it stays on its feet Gosh. and snarls at well, you. Well, I'm going to follow that up with attacking it with the chaos blade. Go for it. And what kind of blade do we have it today? It is a fire blade today. Lots of fire happening. <laughs> I know. I'm like, dang it. I wish it was necrotic. That would have been good. Oh, well. Um, let's see. Make sure I have the right. Okie dokie. Okay. That'll be a 18 to hit. Sorry, 19 to hit. A 19 is definitely going to hit. Uh, and that's 1d6 plus 5. Uh, that will be 7. 7 damage. Uh, and then the fire. Oh, plus. Uh, all right, let's see. We got one, eight total. All righty. Um, so Lily punches through the unbroken air and then slashes with her chaos blade, which is a lit with flame. Mm-hmm. Sunny, you just got clawed straight across the chest. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah. I think I'm going to slip my hand in my pocket, grab out my kilowatt freestyle highlighter, open that bad boy up and say, um, shine bright like a cubic zirconia. Oh God. <laughs> um, and I'm going to cast radiance of dawn. Um, so make a whiz saving throw. Whiz saving throw. 14. That passes it, but he still takes half. Um, and what's five plus eight, 13. Mm-hmm. And then half of that. Excellent. So Sunny pulls out her makeup, casts this spell, and 
Unfortunately, just this this radiant damage doesn't seem to do quite as much as you were hoping. Uh, you know, cubic zirconians just mm-hmm. not not quite diamond there. Mm-hmm. Try moissanite next. Can I? What weapon does Qwerty use? Crossbow. Right. Never mind. I was thinking of a different spell. Cool. Then I'll I'll cast spiritual weapon, which is uh, is a bonus action. Okay. On. Uh, it's it's not on. It's it's got it. Yes. Um, yeah. So my my chain comes into my hand. Mm. Spiritual That's chain. Right. Mm-hmm. It's a little kinkier today. <laughs> so now you've just nice. got a little chain to fight with. That's fun. Mm-hmm. Incredible. Uh, Cordy, you are. Oh, up. when I cast it, I do make a melee spell attack. Cool. Okay. I'm so sorry. I'm like reading the card. It's so much text. Uh. And then I have disadvantage to this, or 12 plus Oh, six. Uh, actually, make your con saving throw first. Uh, 14. You are no oh, longer cool. poisoned. Uh, cool, my better, do I just Just, re- just reroll. Oh no. So I got a one. <sighs> you're, Cause I can't have you're nice things. You're tangled in your own chains. Yeah, you, you fling, Try to fling this chain uh, at this monster, and it just like <laughs> it 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 absolutely misses. And you're gonna like like you tossed it. You have to go pick it up at the beginning of your next. Turn. No, you can't toss that's, it. That's not how it works. But I do like your spirit and your spunk, and I will uh, I will say that I threw it, and it just totally missed. You were standing on the other end of it, and it just hit you in the back. <laughs> yeah, no, like it's behind me somehow. How did this happen? Uh, I went to release it, and I released it on the back swing, not the front it's like swing. When you're really whiffing bowling, and then everybody's in danger, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> like the fun kind of bowling. <laughs> Fabulous, uh, Qwerty. It is your turn, and you are not within melee range of this That's creature. That's fine. Moment. If anything, I would like to get slightly further away from this creature. Um, I would like to kind of position myself behind a, a tree of some kind to use as like cover in case anything, but I can still shoot at it with a crossbow. And I would like to get uh, a fairly decent distance away, um, if that's cool. Okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I can. Let's, my, let's yeah, my speed. Is, my speed is 30 feet. feet. Um, so would you say that I'm 40 feet away, you said? Yeah, you could You could be, I mean, you were already maybe 10 feet away from it, so. I'm just gonna walk off to whatever direction makes sense. Um, I know we were kind of at the, the mouth of the, of the um, uh, there, was a, there was like a ton- tunnel or a cave or something. But yeah, wherever, if I can like, let's just say I moved to the left of everything. Does that sound fine? Does that work? Cool. I move I move 30 feet to the left and I hide behind a tree. And then I uh, flourish out my, my cloak and reveal a big old crossbow and I lift it out. And before I, uh, before I fire at this hideous monster, I am going to... Uh, point at it and say, how dare you attack my new friends, you you foul beast. And I cast bonus action, cast uh, Hunter's Mark on it. 
Okay, so since you're bonus action casting Hunter's Mark, you're not going to be able to bonus action hide, which I think you might have I was not trying to, to hide. I was just, I was trying to get covered. Oh, okay. If that, okay. does that also require a bonus action just to be behind something? I'm not trying to be stealthy and hide. Okay, uh, just go ahead and shoot and we can rectify okay. that part afterwards. Okay. Um, yeah, so I cast Hunter's Mark, um, which just lets me do some extra damage. And I also have advantage on saving throws against it um, in case that comes up. And I'm going to, uh, like I said, point my crossbow and I'm going to fire a single bolt. Now, are there, are any, are any member of the party within five feet of it? Yes. Uh, both Ben Perfect. and Lily. Then I also get sneak attack. Uh, on this. Um, so let's just make sure that I hit first, because if I hit, I can do some good damage. Oh, yeah, that's a 25 to hit. That, you know. <laughs> Let me do, do it. it. Let me unleash QWERTY. Uh, finally, uh, that is going to be 1d8 plus 4d6. Oh my god. Hear that. Hear that dice rattling around in there. This is what I brought to the table this season, everyone. Sounds like metal in a blender. Goodness, <laughs> I rolled good. Um, is it goodness gravy? 20, that is success. 28. Is going to be goodness gravy. 28 damage. Take that lizard monster snake it's thing. One crossbow bolt fired. 28 damage. At this beast. So I should have made you separate things out. Okay. Uh, because Hunter's Mark deals magical damage, right? Um, Hunter's Mark deals... Magical piercing damage. It just says extra damage. It doesn't tell me what. But however you want to do it. It 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 cool. itself. I'm gonna make it up itself, some yeah, it mass. itself is not in attack. It's just a thing that I add to my attack. Okay. So you said twenty-eight. That works for me. Um do you get more than one attack? Nope, just the one, but I made it count. You did in fact make it count. So QWERTY flourishes their mm -hmm. cape open, pulls out a crossbow says something really terrifyingly intimidating. You guys are all scary <laughs> uh, at this creature, this yes. beast, and looses a crossbow bolt that just slams into uh, the chest of this creature as it lets out a... This is what I was made for. Uh, ben Allen Roth, it is your turn again, and give me that constitution saving okay. throw. Uh, it is. Hang on, I lost my d20. That is a 14. Uh, you are also cool. no longer poisoned. So I am next to the thing. Lily is next to the thing. Correct? Cordy is yes. not. I'm behind okay. a tree somewhere. And Sunny is also not. Sunny is also not directly up on it, no. Boy, howdy, do I hate being in front of things. Um, it's helpful for me, though. I got 3d6 I mean, yeah. extra damage, thanks to you. That's fair. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. I, how big is this spell? Sorry, I'm learning a lot of new spells, this this battle. You're good. Uh, 
So when it says up to X feet wide, tall, and long, do I get to pick that? It sounds like it to me. If it's very precise, it might require an arcana check of some kind. Because I would like to do this very precisely. Uh, I'm going to try to cast Tidal Wave at this guy. Basically straight in front of me. So it says it can be up to 30 feet long, up to 10 feet wide, and up to 10 feet tall. So I'm cool with 30 feet long, uh, a wave of water. I'm cool with 30 feet long, and I'm cool with 10 feet tall. I would like it to be like five feet wide, just directly in front of me. Okay. I will make a check, and that's fine. Yeah. That doesn't feel too impossible, especially because you could probably muscle your way in front of Lily if you were really worried about it. Um, so I would say either a DC 15 Arcana check or a DC 10, like dexterity check to just shuffle Lily out of the way. I will hit exactly 15 Arcana. Perfect. Then yes, you're going to be able to do that without also knocking. Uh, your thing. So, so Ben is going to, uh, put his hands together and try to summon water, which is not something he's really done before. So this is, uh. This is new magic for him. Um, and he's going to summon a tidal wave and your monster is going to have to make a saving throw. And it is a, it is a dexterity saving throw and he's going to do it at disadvantage. Um, seven. Seven is not going to save, believe it or not. So, God, I keep, I have so many things on this sheet now. Uh, he is going to take four D8 water damage. Impressive. Four D eight, not not forty eight. No. <laughs> uh, and hang on, five, six, seven, seven. Uh, five plus six plus six plus. Uh, yeah, five plus six plus six plus 25. seven. Twenty five. He's gonna take twenty five, uh, bludgeoning water damage. And it extinguishes all unprotected flames in all directions, uh, 30 feet around it. Oh, that's great. So not only does Ben Allen Roth, does it get knocked down in some way? Like, I feel like it's going to get pushed back. It becomes prone. It's knocked prone. So this monster, as you cast a tidal wave at it, is going to be uh, knocked backwards off of its feet, just just flat on its back, uh, technically supine, but but prone condition. Um, and uh, you've also put out what could have been a forest fire. What would have been a forest <laughs> fire because of of how Perfect. mean I am. We prevented it because we could. Well, only you can mm-hmm. prevent forest fires. And I think Ben is the weatherman. Mm-hmm. Ben might be the weatherman. And, um, uh, as a bonus action, I'm going to look at Lily and uh, say... Uh, just, just hit his ass this time. Like he's on the ground, and give her bardic inspiration at a, at a d6. Excellent. Um, this creature is looking uh, kind of beat up, a little bloody, a little bruised. It is, however, its it, turn. Uh, just, just to be clear, is it bloodied? Because I do have a thing that lets me do more damage on bloodied creatures. Yes, the the status effect. <laughs> Jesus <bloodied>. Christ. <laughs> this creature is going to lift itself up 
with its just giant muscular arms. So the the proportion of arm and and whole body, it's closer to like a a primate in that its arms dangle quite low to the ground and so it could walk on all fours but is quite often bipedal mm-hmm. and this monster is going to reach out and slash at both Ben and Lily with its claws. So let's roll for Ben first. Uh, definitely going to hit. Uh, Lily does a 15 hit. Armor class 16. So Ben, you are going to take a 14 slashing damage across the chest. Uh, as this creature reaches out with its claws, <sighs> slashes right across your chest, and can I also get another constitution saving throw yep. from you? Okay, that is a 19 total. Excellent. Um, you feel in your chest this like heavy, rotting feeling. Cool. But you sort of you, you you shake it off a little bit, and you're you're not feeling like there's any extra damage, but it just feels heavy. Um, and then Lily, it is going to bite you. So rude. Nineteen, dealing, uh, thirteen piercing damage with its sharp teeth. Can't say I enjoy that. Uh, and then Lily, it is your turn. Well. I'm going to follow up with a water whip attack. Deck saving throw on that one. We had a fire turn. Now we have a water turn. We learned. Following Ben's lead. (laughs) It is going to save on this water whip. Okay, so half damage. Is it 3d10? Yeah, 3d10. Two. Six. Four. Two, six, four. Twelve. So you cast this water whip at it it whips around sort of the upper body of this creature um but it doesn't it doesn't really have like any sort of a neck of which to speak so it doesn't get super tight but you can tell that the the water does uh just just sting and the whole the whole monster sort of uh, Looks like it's in pain as it shook off that. All whip. right, I'm going to follow that up with again another uh, sword attack. Okay. That will be a 17 to hit. Uh, 17 will do it. And Bardic Inspiration is to increase an attack roll? Uh, it increases any d20 rolls. So Okay, I don't need it right now. You, uh, yeah. I was just making sure it wasn't a plus to damage. All right, we're going to do 1d6 plus 5, and then my fire damage. So 4 plus 5, 9 plus 4, so 13. You, after water whipping this beast, you slash it with your sword, and it you can see the, the fire sort of dances across its body, singes it a little bit. Um... And that is 
all it is going to do. Sunny, it is your turn. Mm -hmm. First of all, I'd like to say happy Pride Month to all the bipedal beings out there. (laughs) Second, can I use spiritual weapon in a way it wasn't intended? Convince me. I would like, because it has a movement of 20 on a bonus action. Okay. um, and, And an attack on that same bonus action. I would like to try to put it back on its back. I would like to hit its ankles. Basically, I want to make it harder for it to make a deck save. Oh. Okay. Cool. Um, I'm willing, like, clearly I need to roll for that. What is the attack that spiritual weapon makes? Force? Um, That's the damage. Um, Like, is it a melee attack? How How does this work? A melee spell attack. I like I like this idea. I Can I, I like roll an arcana to see if that's possible? Yes. I got a crit coming. <laughs> I am going to have you roll your spell attack as though it were an athletics check with advantage. So so you are still rolling your spell attack, but I, I'm going to treat it as an opposed athletics check. So I still get my plus six. Yeah. Cool, and I am rolling at advantage? At advantage, because you got a crit 20. Um, 23. 14, okay. So I'm going to allow you to hit with the spell attack. Cool. And because you're hitting it at the ankles with that 23, I will allow it to again be knocked prone. Cool, and then I'm going to cast Sacred Flame, which is a cantrip. A bonus action cantrip? But this spell was bonus action. Does it not work like that? Does is, it work the other the way around? Is the attack bonus action? It's a bonus action attack? As a bonus action on your turn, you can move the weapon and repeat the attack. This has been OP from the beginning. Yeah, sure, do that, do that. Action cantrip. Cool, so now you need to Never make a deck save. <laughs> you need to make a deck save. <laughs> From the ground. Okay. Uh-huh. And uh, if did, if you passed, you don't take damage. Astonishingly, with disadvantage, I got a 17. That passes. Okay. Well, I'm, I made no damage, but I put it on its butt. Yeah, it's, it is on the ground uh, for QWERTY's turn. That's excellent, because that would give any advantage on attack rolls or anything. Um, which is great for a sneak attack, even though I'm sure people are still within five feet. So, but even if they aren't, just lots, lots of, of advantage. For Fantastic. Your uh, yes, I I see this happen. I see the, this presumably exposed, delicate underbelly of the beast that I could fire uh, a bolt right into, and I will do that. Oh, thank goodness! I keep I keep dreading. Failing. That's a 22. 22, 22 to hit. hit. And I look at this, this fallen monster and I say, uh, now you will face the greatest mystery of all. The mystery of what lies beyond life. And then I roll tons of dice. I get an extra D8 now because the monster is half uh, a bloodied. 
before you yes. roll, QWERTY, I would like you to roll your Hunter's Mark damage okay. separate from okay. everything else, please. We, I, do you, because it doesn't say anything about it being magical damage on my, my end. It just says I add it to my damage. But So I sort of view the Hunter's Mark as extra magical damage because it is a magical okay. spell. Um, and just magical and non-magical damages to this creature, sort of depending on what it is, affect it differently. And so I just want to make sure that I am giving you full credit where okay. full credit is due. Um, that's a ton of damage. So Hunter's Mark was four, and okay. everything else was. We do a lot of math real quick. Uh, 29. So total is 33 damage. Oh, right. Uh, QWERTY, you seeing this creature having fallen again, you know, catching itself, exposing that uh, that more pale underbelly, mm-hmm. you, you found what you think might be just a little, a little soft spot. You take your aim, loose your crossbow boat, cross... Bow yes, bolt. my crossbow boat is something that I'm working on in my spare time. <laughs> and this bolt just nails right in the side and you see it pierces in as this creature lets out one last howl in pain as it falls backwards, mm-hmm. unmoving. And you all are out of combat. Cool. Can I investigate this thing that I did no damage to? <laughs> I think I think Cordy. Uh, it takes a minute to snap out of war mode. Um, so they are still at the ready and still kind of coming down from it. Excellent. Give me a perception check with advantage, Cordy. Um, that is a dirty twenty. You're not entirely positive that you are completely alone. Thank you.